to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1997's The Ice Storm, directed by Ang Lee, starring Kevin Kline and Sigourney Weaver, and a lot of other names in here that you'll you'll recognize. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I recently watched Giant. Um, really? Yeah. I uh, just checked that out from the library. You did? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Dude. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, yeah. James Dean? Yep, yep. that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It was on TCM and I caught it. Nice. Um, I had never seen this movie before. Um, Me neither. I, I'd seen East of Eden and Rubble Without a Cause a million times, but uh-huh. I'd never seen uh, James Dean's you know, final film. Yeah. And um, it's... It's really, really good, and he's great in it, and so are Rock Hudson and Liz Taylor, uh-huh. and Mercedes McCambridge, um, who was also in, um, she played uh, the voice of the demon in The Exorcist. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, she was Linda Blair's that. voice, yeah. That's cool. She's awesome in this movie, and she was nominated for an Academy Award along with Rock Hudson and James Dean, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good movie, and everybody should check it out. Awesome, dude. Yep. That's so cool. Yep. What a coincidence. That's um, right. I watched... A movie that was so good, man. I watched 1945's Mildred Pierce. Wow. With uh, Joan Crawford. Excellent. And uh, Anne Blythe. Mm -hmm. Man, as the spoiled little daughter. That's right. Wow. uh, This is a great, like, murder mystery kind of movie from from the mid 40s. And um, everyone should watch it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Joan Crawford was, you know, nominated for an Oscar and all that. She won, actually. She won Best Actress. Right. But, like, you got to see this for Anne Blythe. Like, she is the reason to watch this movie. And she's such a little shit in this movie. (laughs) I love it. She's so good, man. Um, Yeah, everybody needs to watch this movie. That's an awesome awesome. flick. Right. Yeah, so now let's talk about 1997's The Ice Storm. Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Sure. Um, So it's the 70s, the mid-70s, and um, there's a a Connecticut family that is, um, you know, seems normal, uh, you know, from the... Uh, from looking at them, but it turns out that they have a lot of issues, um, just like the other families in their neighborhood. Um, and as we go further and further into the plot, we start to see like kind of the skeletons that are lurking there, and um, how everyone is extremely dysfunctional, and um, th- there's there's no normalcy there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or or is it normal? Uh, yeah, you know, well, that's that's, that's exactly kind of, that's the question. Kind of a question brought up. True. Like, is is every family just as messed up as this one? Right. Or, or are they just you know? A little, little farther down the road than right. others. Um, yeah, because there's, there's, you know, cheating on spouses. Uh-huh. There's kids, you know, doing bad things they shouldn't be doing. Yep. You know, everything you would not want your family to have inside of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. And, you know, like you mentioned all the familiar faces. Um, so you got Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver uh-huh. and Joan Allen, Tobey Maguire, um, Christina Ricci, yep. Katie Holmes. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, as you watch this movie, you go, "Who the hell else is in this?" Because it just keeps going, and, yeah. and that's just the like the, the, the kind kid of from Jumanji. Yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> hanging around. Um, you got Jamie Sheridan from The Stand. You know, Dude, Randall Flag himself. Stand. You know, yes. <laughs> um, it and and like this is a, this is a apart from just being a star-studded cast, there's there's like everybody in here you recognize. Allison Janney shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, you she know? Had, she's having the key party. That's right. I was like, wow, okay. Right. <laughs> Dude. And uh, what's his name? David Krumholtz? Yeah, David Krumholtz. You, you see him lying around all these kind of movies every now and then. That's and right. Then there he is, you know? My wife called him the, the poor man's Oscar Isaac. Well, I, yeah, you could, you know? Yeah. 
Because she, she was convinced yeah, yeah, it was yeah, him yeah. for no, a minute, uh, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. I, that's definitely he, not Oscar Isaac. He's got about 10 years on him, man. Yeah, he does. I, he's right. a little older than right. Oscar Isaac. Right. This is young Poe Dameron. Here. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I wish Oscar Isaac was in this, because it would be 10,000 times better than what I, David Crumholtz did, even though he's fine. Uh, sure. It's just like, Oscar Isaac just elevates everything he touches, man. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oscar Isaac, you want him in every movie you want you him see. in your movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Toby Maguire, I guess, is kind of the narrator almost. Yeah, of the movie? he he narrates like two scenes. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know why he's narrating. Me neither. He's he's bringing in. Um, he's talking about the Fantastic Four because the the movie's about a family. So yeah. the Fantastic Four, what makes them different from other superheroes is that they're a family. Yeah, and uh, they have more a different kind of dynamic with each other mm-hmm. because okay, you're fighting a bad guy. It's not just affecting me, you know. My son is involved in this too, <laughs> right? Um, and and about how like the the things you do and the actions you take uh, affect like the people most important to you. Yeah. So, which is just you know he's relating it to his own family, right? Uh, which right. is what the voiceover is doing. Right. He's the yeah. Human Torch, and his sister is Invisible Girl. Yeah. Whatever. And, yeah. 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 He's kind mm-hmm. of equating the only way he knows how. Mm-hmm. And he he says like the closer you go back to him, the more deeper into the void you get yeah or something like he's trying to get away from his crazy family i guess in mm-hmm. a way but you know you're always drawn back to your family of course no matter how crazy they are right or what how messed up they are right mm-hmm. you can always find comfort regardless of of, of the the dysfunction that's there right yeah and so like you'll, you can get so much from your family but you can also like take so much from them that's right um well, especially when you're doing Kevin Klein's thing here, yeah, right. cheating on uh, Joan Allen with Sigourney Weaver, right? And what a I hate. Oh, I was so <laughs> mad at him. You were mad at Kevin Klein. I was mad at that <laughs> yeah. dude. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, what are you doing? I know. Um, and he's so he's so just like Kevin Klein about it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> he's doing a fish called Wanda, but he's cheating on his wife. It's the it's the damnedest thing. <laughs> he's being so sarcastic <sighs> and kind of flip and and tossing off one liners and um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he he's not this evil guy. Yeah, he's just a dude, a yeah. normal dude who's making a bad choice. And right. um. What what I like about it is he's you know he's sleeping with Sigourney Weaver his character's name is Janie, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like he wants a little more out of it than she does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there's scenes when they're talking and he's like talking about this dude at work. He's playing the same golf game as me and he's trying to take my clients or who cares? <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver is just sitting there smoking her cigarette and uh-huh. like looking out the corner of her eye like come on dude are you gonna take my pants off or what are we doing here she's totally disinterested she only wants one thing from this man yep and and honestly like as as awful as she is Mm -hmm. i kind of get where she's coming from well yeah you know i mean she she says i already have a husband i don't need another one that's right yeah you know Which I guess that that's what some people want out of these things. Yes, that's why you get into it. I'm and sure. and right. other people do it for other reasons. Yeah. Um. I mean, we we see that. Um. Kevin Klein is not getting any kind of sexual relationship from his current wife. Yes. So that's why he's stepping out, mm-hmm. and he's. I'm guess he's not getting any emotional support either. Right. Because it, it shows them like they're not really communicative very much. Yeah. They they're a little icy between the two yeah, of them. Yeah. And um. Toby Maguire and Christina Ricci are their children. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene when Toby Maguire comes home from college or wherever he is. He's at, he's at like a boarding school. Yeah, or yeah, because he he's, he's 16. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like a, some prep school. So yep. he comes back and there's a scene when 
she and Tobey Maguire are just talking to each other about mom and dad and, well, you think they're going to get a divorce, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's blatantly obvious their relationship's on the rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kids see it, they, and they've probably been talking about it for years. Yep. Um, and they know something's going on. And, like, like how 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 early in the film do you think Joan Allen knows that, that, that Kevin Klein is stepping out on her? Um, it was pretty early. Yeah. I mean, the, the real scene kind of breaking point is when he says he had to return the, the coffee mug with the mustache on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, but I think it was before that. She, right. I think she knows before that. Right. I think I, so too. I can't remember the exact scene, but uh, mm-hmm. there's a moment where you're like, I think she's on to him. Yeah. He, he, it's something about his aftershave. Oh yeah, it's a new aftershave. That's right, it's musk. I th- yeah, yeah, that's right. And it totally smells like Sigourney Weaver, and and yeah. she knows that. Yeah, right, right. He he doesn't know. He's like it's musk or something. Like <laughs> just is fumbling it. Like oh, um, right, uh, right. Uh, yeah. And he, he he's right there with the coffee mug remark. I mean, he's yeah. yeah I was running a coffee cup. He doesn't doesn't hesitate. Oh yeah, but he's that got musk. His plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But that musk thing, he stru- he stumbles over that big time. I was waiting for that to come back later. Like the coffee mug would be in the dishwasher Me or too. something, you know, right. but it, it doesn't come up and you know, they didn't need to do that. No. I mean, they did fine without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that's something I expected to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know, she even says something like, Oh, come on the coffee mug. <laughs> and this is before they go to the big party. Yeah. She's like, I know what's going on, man. She doesn't come out and blatantly say it, but right. like, you think I'm stupid yeah. is what she, she says to yeah. him, man. And he's like, uh, um, um, uh, like you don't yeah. know what, what's going on. Right. Yeah. Almost admitting it, but uh-huh. not straight out admitting it. Which I guess if, you know, like both in whenever whenever someone is a husband is cheating on a wife, um, like the wife, w- once she knows and she it's kind of been confirmed for her, like like when Joan Allen says, do you think I'm stupid? I mean, like that, that that's really the, the, the best, I guess, um, identifier. If you're watching it in a movie with an audience is, is like is like that's why you're rooting for her. Number yeah. one, she's yeah. being like uh like she's being deceived, so so you're you're kind of sympathetic already, right? But when when she says, you know, do you think I'm stupid? I mean, like we've all kind of been there, where where we go, you know, how do you think you're getting away with this? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like like what? I mean, I, and for Kevin Klein, for for the adulterer, um, like it's hard to have sympathy with them or identify with them in any way, even if you've done it yourself, because you're always doing something wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see what I could not justify this guy's actions for anything. Never. No, no. I mean, if if you're not getting the support you need, or or the the marriage is on the rocks, or whatever, then then it's up to you to end it properly. Right. You and, know. And they mentioned they've been in and out of therapy. Yes. And that kind of thing. Yes. Um. By the way, this movie takes place on Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. in 1970. Correct. Uh, it's like 73. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon's just about to get you know thrown into the impeachment yeah, exactly stuff, he, you he's, know? he's given his yeah. like he's, he's about to it's about to happen he's about to go down yep right um so th- that's the time frame we're working in people mm-hmm. um but I, I don't even remember where we were going but well we um, we, we kind of like we were just talking about like infidelity yeah, in no, general we, there's no sympathy for him at no, all no and, uh, yeah so and i mean like the, the the i guess the thing that you're clinging to with kevin klein because you're following him the, the movie has several protagonists like any ensemble piece would yeah um, the 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 thing that I guess kind of makes you semi identify with him is the love of his children, which he seems to genuinely have affection for Tobey Maguire and Christina yeah, Ricci. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's like all adulterers, he's a total hypocrite. You know, right. when he's disciplining his kids, especially for their sexual awakening. Yeah. Um, and when he's having that conversation with Tobey Maguire in the car about. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, yeah, he's trying to have the birds and the bees conversation it's with so him. It's so strange. It's really weird and it's awkward like right. those conversations would be. Right. But he's coming he's he has no plan. No. I don't even know why he's doing it. It's almost like uh, he decided in the moment this is the time I'm going to bring this I, up. I feel like maybe he's feeling some kind of like guilt for what he's doing. Yeah. And since it's related to sexual activity, he's try- like, well, I better warn my son to be careful or something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, I don't that's know. possible. Yeah. Because I don't even think he says anything about sex, but he says something about like, I don't think it's not getting caught, but like to be careful about who it is or who you trust or something like that. Well, but and then he goes into the masturbation thing. He <laughs> oh brings it up out of nowhere and he says, now about the self-abuse. He calls it self-abuse, right. And he starts speaking very <laughs> earnestly about what to do. He says, you know, not oh. the, don't do it in the shower. That's not safe. Oh, and, God. And not on the linens, please. Not on the linens. Good God. Oh, what are you talking disgusting. about? Oh, man. Yeah, that that's And good. he almost crashes the car. Yes. <laughs> he swerves like because right. he's going to hit the other car in the other lane. <laughs> it, it was humorous. It was. I, it was, it was a humorous yeah, scene. It, the scene works because, like, Kevin yeah. Klein is a great comic actor. Oh. Um, Toby Maguire is just like... Looking at him like, oh, just Dad, mouth agape, you, right? Yeah, what are uh, you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Not on the linens, you know. Come on, <laughs> disgusting man. That's the best spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. That's um, a nice soft landing. Yeah, come on, jeez. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Yep. Um. So, and Sigourney Weaver, going to the other side of this affair, mm-hmm. she, her husband's never there. Yeah. Ever. The kid. There's even a scene when the kids are like. The dad comes home like, hey, hey, are you glad I'm back? And they're like, you are gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Jamie Sheridan, he's the biggest schmuck in, in these kinds of movies, yep. you know? Yep. And uh, it's Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Sheridan, and then it's uh, Elijah Wood and the kid from Jumanji. I don't know his <laughs> Jumanji name. is yeah. the younger <laughs> yeah, son. Jumanji's right? the younger son, his, whose name is uh, Sandy? Sandy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, the father, it's the never there dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm surprised he's not stepping out on Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I don't think he is. I don't think so either. Because when the confrontation at the end of the movie comes up with at the key party, when uh, Joan Allen and, and his character uh-huh. hook up in the car, right? Uh, they're very kind of not wanting to do it. And yeah. they just kind of in the moment yeah. go for it because their significant others are just putting them through the ringer and don't give a shit about them. So they're like, well, let's do this. Fuck them. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they immediately regret doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that shows me that he hasn't cheated on her before because right. he's distraught that all this is going on. Yes. And he has no moves when you see that happen. I mean, oh, he, God, He's just no. like, 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 like plowing away so, you know, Ugh. industrially or whatever. And he and lasts it, two seconds, oh, by man. the way. Oh, man, yeah. Which I think... <sighs> Explains a little of why Sigourney Weaver yeah. also is cheating on him because apparently he's no good in the sack. Right. <laughs> so that that gives her a little extra push to step out. Sure. Besides him not being there. Right. And he, so so yeah, he he's he's like obsessed with his work. He's like not a very caring or or good lover, I guess. Right. Um. And and Sigourney Weaver seems like the type of woman who. Probably needs a little bit more um, that yeah. way. Um, she seems like a very sexually liberated person. She's 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 a cougar, you could say. Definitely, in the movie. she's, she's a pre- cougar. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she she is predatory sexual being. You and know? she gets with that young dude at the end of the movie. It's at the so, key party. Man, it's like, I know. Geez, <laughs> this like hunky, you know, yeah. college student. Exactly. He probably plays baseball on the team. I yeah. Uh huh. 
God, this guy's fit, skinny, tall, yeah. handsome. Yeah. And she wants him bad. That's right. Even, even when the, her husband's standing around, like, he, <laughs> God, she's not hiding it. No. No, she's letting the whole neighborhood know exactly what the situation uh-huh. is. Um, and this key party, by the way, is the couples go and leave their keys in a bowl, folks, yeah. just so you know what we're talking about. And if you want to, you put your keys in the bowl, and at the end of the night, everyone who left their keys in the bowl, the wives pick out a pair of keys at random, and they have to go home with whoever's car that is. Um, it, it's, it's a <laughs> swingers party, you know? Yes. Yeah. Swingers lottery. <laughs> Only in the 70s. <laughs> You know, could, could this go on? This isn't even London, man. No, like, exactly. This is swinging New Canaan, Connecticut. I know. Jeez, the you party know. central. <laughs> I mean, like, I, and and the whole thing of Kim. I was hoping we could do this. Just talk about the whole idea of a key party. Okay, yeah. So, like, these people are like in their early forties, most of them. Yeah, yeah. The ones who are at this this party. It's it's about maybe ten couples. Yeah, it's a lot of upper middle class people. Right. right. Um. Yeah. Even upper class, yeah. you know, the secret- high society, you know, Connecticut people. Exactly. The secret lives of whites. Yes. You know, is what we're dealing <laughs> with here. Um, and uh, it's, it's not an eyes wide shut level. No, but it's, uh, it's not. It's a this little is, lower. It's than not the total a Sydney bowl. Pollock party, but, but it's but it's it's definitely, you know, like something higher level. Yeah. Um, and like. OK, so so. If if that many people in this neighborhood just got together and they decided en masse to have this happen, how, what is day two going to look like? You know, I don't know. How, man. how do you come back from that? Is everyone just going to be fucking everybody? Now? I get. I mean, is is that is that the thing? Is that what this well, neighborhood this is, is built this upon? This is level one, and yeah, Sidney Pollock's level two, <laughs> and Stanley Kubrick's level three. All right, that's where you go. Oh, God. <laughs> How yeah, do you, you go from Angley to Pollock <laughs> to Kubrick. That's yes. <laughs> oh God, that's that's quite a, a wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. I and I don't. I just. I mean, like the whole thing for me is the like, like. Okay, so everybody got got blitzed and and they all slept with each other. That I can understand that happening. Everybody had an off night, but to arrange something like this, and yeah, everybody's just down for it, and like. Then they're going to go like the following Monday and pick up their kids and right. have like PTA meetings, stuff like that. Oh, I hey, mean, Steve. How yeah, you doing? Exactly. How, How's how, your wife? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How does that work? I mean, it's going to be a very uncomfortable winter here in Connecticut. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to get back to the kids. They're all they all have like, you know, like uh, like junior high to high school age kids. They're all going to talk to each other and they're all going to know that their parents like all <laughs> swapped one night, you know, <laughs> which is like. I, I think if if I found out about it today at my age, I'd I'd be kind of like, oh, really? That happened? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. But if I found out about it when I was sixteen, I'd probably be devastated. Probably. You know. Jeez. So <laughs> at sixteen, you don't even know this kind of thing no, exists. No, no, everything's theoretical to you at that mm-hmm. point. So like, you don't have life experience. You don't even know what a boner is exactly. half the time. Exactly. Come on. You don't. Kobe from... McGuire. Yes. You don't even know if you need to go on the linens or not. <laughs> you don't right. know this stuff yet. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't know about linens. <laughs> All he knows about is is fantastic. Four on the train, right? I mean, and then key party is the next level. Ugh. I mean, good God, comic book to key party. Oh, there's, there's some steps there that's you're missing. Right, that's right. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's a hell of a precipice. Um, yeah, and uh, Toby McGuire, he goes to a party with Katie Holmes. Yeah, and um, I guess he has a crush on her, and they she she's alone for the holiday in the city, yeah. in New York City. So he rides the train up there to be with her, and his friend 
is uh, there too, and he's the ladies' man. You David Crumholtz, yeah, right? Yeah, he's he's there, and he's a ladies' man, and he always sleeps with everyone Toby Maguire likes, and right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he shows up there, and his friend is there with her, and he's like, "Great, yeah. okay." Um, so I'm gonna lose out here for sure. <laughs> right. So he decides to drug him with some sleeping pills. Good plan. Yeah, Toby. great idea, wow. Toby Maguire. Uh. Um, and Katie Holmes, being a party animal, I guess, wants some of the pills too. Uh, because he's lying, he's like, oh, these are going to mess you up, man. Yeah. You're going to feel good. Uh-huh. But they're really sleeping pills. And Katie <laughs> Holmes wants to take one. He's like, no, actually, you probably shouldn't. Shouldn't take one. He's trying to make all these excuses. Yeah. And she's like, whatever, pussy or something, and, <laughs> and takes a pill. And he's like, maybe you should have half. <laughs> yeah, okay. And he's so yeah. ineffectual. He and sounds he's... like a, such a little dweeb. He is, I know. He's a great dweeb. <laughs> oh, he, he's like, like, it sounds weird, but late 90s. Pre Spider Man, Tobey Maguire. Oh, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm always like, I'm always partial to it, but, but you know, <laughs> like I like Pleasantville and I like this movie and um, even Spider Man, he's like, he is a little too much. Exactly, the, yeah. he's just he, he's the same way except he knows some karate. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but it's the same thing, I right? Guess. Um, but like I, when when he doesn't when he doesn't get the 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 pills away from Katie Holmes in time, I mean, he had a couple of moments where he could have done something to like write this. The plan is going okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just like immediately muscles him, and because he's um this guy who is probably this way in the rest of his life, right? Being stepped over all the time, uh-huh. he's gonna lose in these situations. Yeah, and uh, so he's losing. Yep. And then there's a, a moment David Crumholtz passes out first because mm-hmm. he took a full pill or I don't know <laughs> right. or he drank too much I don't know right. But uh, then Katie Holmes is about to pass out and they're he's talking to her like you know I I think you're very special you know <laughs> trying to you know pour his heart out here yeah this is not the moment you need to do this <laughs> she's <laughs> fucked up man <laughs> but of course you're 16 and you're an idiot you don't even know about the linens yet so. <laughs> You're going to do it this way because you're too scared to do it while she's sober. That's right. Um, and she says, oh, you're special to me, too. And he's like, oh, really? And it's like a big brother. Uh, and, uh, you know, you see it coming. You, you knew, oh, yeah. You, you know she was going to say that. Right. And she passes out and her face lands in his crotch. Yeah. And I guess for, you know, a few moments here, we're like, well, what's he going to do about that? <laughs> and, you know, it turns out he does the right thing. Which he does. Which is lay her down and he leaves. So Eventually, I was he glad does. he did that. Me, too. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that, that would have been a bad turn for his character. Right. Even though the rest of his family is pretty fucking crazy and fucked up. <laughs> you're like, okay, well, at least Tobey Maguire's doing something noble here. Right. And, yeah. and where did he get that nobility? It, it's probably just, uh, who knows? You <laughs> who know? knows? I mean, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> it's not Christina Ricci. No, I mean, it's she, not. She doesn't have that. No, no. She is um she she is more like Sigourney Weaver's daughter than, than she would be Joan Allen's. Yeah, yeah, that sounds a little better. You know, mm-hmm. it's... It, and... You know, like, so that that that's all kind of going on when the key. I, I guess is that going on the same time the key party is going on. Yeah, he's in New York City. That's right. When the key party's happening, and uh, it's the day after Chris, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Christina Ricci's at home alone. Yep. And um, so is um Elijah Wood. Right. And Jumanji, they're home alone <laughs> too. And this is when the ice storm starts rolling in. So yeah, the title's the ice storm, right, folks. Right. So, right. Of course, it's you know foreshadowing for the movie. Yes. That the storm's coming. So mm-hmm. when's the ice storm hitting? Oh, this is when it hits. You know, yeah. um, you know, right when the third act's rolling around, and getting good. Right. So uh, and also, you know, it's double meaning. You know, the storm hits and all the shit hits the fan. You of know? course, so, right. Um, but when the ice storm rolls in, Christina Ricci decides to go over to Elijah Wood's house, and then he decides to go outside to look at 
the storm, I guess. He goes to like find her in the park because they're they're supposed to meet. He Were calls they gonna her up. meet? I thought they weren't gonna meet. It's weird because I, I couldn't tell. Every time they, they talk to, to each other on the phone or or like, you know, kind of have any kind of try to set a meeting, it's always like, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, so they yeah. never really can can you know get, make it work or whatever, right? And because she's she's interested in him, but also is just kind of interested in the world. She's just kind mm-hmm. of whatever. She's like an adventurer, you know. Yeah. She just whatever is right there in front of me. This is what I'm gonna you know go after. Yeah. And in this case, it's Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> going after that. Yep. Going after that Jumanji. <laughs> Which I'm he's, sorry, uh, I hate Sandy so much. I really, I, don't, I dislike him too. I think he's yeah. a total creep. Mm-hmm. And at one point earlier in the film, he like he he he's he's been obsessing over Christina Ricci the entire movie. Yeah, he's he's a 12 year old boy who who wants to touch a boob but yes. too afraid to. Right. Yeah. And and when he gets the opportunity, Christina Ricci says like is trying to get into the bathroom at their house, and he's standing in front of her. And it looks like he's kind of like blocking her way, and then she kind of immediately susses out the situation and goes, mm-hmm. "I'll show me yours if you show. Uh, I'll show you mine if you show right. me yours." Yeah. So they go into the bathroom, and I guess she showed him her vagina. Uh huh. And as he's about to take down his pants, he starts to panic, mm-hmm. and he throws this fit. Yeah. And it's a terrible humiliation for Christina Ricci because Sigourney Weaver walks in and like sends her home. Right. Um, and then. When he gets the opportunity again, he's kind of a lot more relaxed about it, but yeah. he still is a little shit, you know, kind of in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's just like not, not taking opportunities and, and not like kind of, I guess, understanding what she's about. Yeah. He, she's, she's a difficult read for sure. And she Especially is. Especially yeah. a 12 year old. Sure. You know, she's, what is she like 14? She's about 14. She's a little like older that. than him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't. And, um, yeah, I don't blame him. He's a twelve-year-old boy, man, and he's not ready for this kind of thing. Right. And when it gets presented to you, you don't know what to do. That's so true. Either you're gonna roll with it, or you're gonna freak out about it. <laughs> right. uh, so the first time he freaked out, and the second time they get together and they they lay in bed together in the spare bedroom. Yes. And they start drinking some vodka that <laughs> was left over from Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver's yes. from their you know, parents' affair. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, <laughs> and it's the same glass. Oh, man. Kevin Klein's same glass of vodka. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that he practiced nude golf swings. Yes, in. that was great. That was good. I liked that scene, though. So though, did that I. He's yeah. roaming around the house alone because uh, Sigourney Weaver ditches him. Right. And he's just sitting at the house by himself in his boxers <laughs> drinking vodka. And yep. he doesn't know what to do with himself. So he's, uh-huh. he's getting out, uh, you know, the father's golf clubs and. <laughs> Swinging in the kitchen and right. it's it was nice. It was oh, very yeah. nice, you know, yeah. a wide long shot away and the, you see the ice storm kind of coming a little. And, yep, you know, it's very good. It's very Ang Lee. You it know? Is, it totally it looks right. good. That's right. Um, but yeah, then they get under the covers and get naked and they just sleep together. Yeah, and um, I, I liked that. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that it's very sweet and very you know kind of innocent and it's just too. It is, you know, but kids. it's still them exploring their sexuality. Yeah, yet. Not ready to go any farther than that. Right. You right. know? And even when uh, Elijah Wood wants to fool around with Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'll touch it, but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, because she's not even ready, even though she's so forward about these things. Right. She's not ready for it either. Right. Which is cool. It I is cool it. because, like, she, she's, she's, um, 
um, definitely embracing sexual um, awakening, mm-hmm. but she's also like like definitely putting up. Um, uh, like establishing boundaries with 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 these guys right away. Right. You know, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna wear this Nixon mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? As you take your pants it's good. down. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, Elijah Woods on top of her while she's wearing this <laughs> Richard Nixon mask. Oh, man. <laughs> it's weird. Wow. Yeah. It's bizarre. And, then, and this is, they come home while Kevin Klein's alone practicing his golf swing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Klein is upstairs in his boxers practicing a golf swing while his. <laughs> His daughter is downstairs with Elijah Wood. Yeah. And then he comes down fully clothed. He, I guess he's about to get ready because yeah. he does. You realize Sigourney Weaver isn't coming back. Right. And he, like, disciplines the two of them, saying, you know, young man, you get off my daughter, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's a great moment on the way home. I know what you're talking about. Yes. <sighs> so good. Um, it's starting to get cold outside and like, okay, so he's leading his daughter home, you know, like young lady, blah, blah, blah. You're going to, we're going to set some, you know, rules for you and right. such. And then he turns into like, he sees that it's, it's his little girl. Yeah. And he says, are you, are you cold? And she goes, yeah. Or like, are your, are, are your feet cold? Are your feet cold? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she walked through some water and she says, yes. He picks her up like she's, you know, two years old and carries uh-huh. her home. It's beautiful. It is. I loved it. It's my favorite part of the movie. Okay. Cool. That that little moment, right? Um, I was just like, that is such a sweet and touching little moment. Absolutely, there. just mm-hmm. in the middle of all this stuff happening. Yeah, like you said, he looks at her and realizes this is my little girl. Yeah, and you know, I should be a little nicer to her. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe he's nice to her all the time, but like, yeah. you can tell from their interactions before that he's always kind of like, all right, shut up with your hippie stuff and yeah, all, right. all this. I don't care about what you think about Nixon. Uh-huh. All this, but. In this moment, he's like, I'm going to be your dad. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Or or again. Right. You know, because who knows how long it's been since they've had an, an interaction like this. Right. So, right. And that she allowed it and wanted it and, and let it happen was so cool. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty beautiful respite from the rest of the stuff that goes on in this movie. Yeah, because she, like we said, like, like as even with her not ready to explore sexually further than she has. Mm-hmm. She's not grown up yet, you know, right. and right. and this this just proves it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. She she can because she's just a kid. I yeah. mean, and, and it's and like when she allows herself to be a kid, everything we just saw is kind of erased because it really never existed to begin with. Mm-hmm. She's just doing what she thinks she needs to do, and that's how you that's how you explore yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be really ready for things till she's about twenty four, right. like the rest of us. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. <laughs> Come back to Jumanji later, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Because you know Elijah Wood's not going to be around. <laughs> um, can we talk about like Joan Allen? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So like, so she's Kevin Klein's wife, and she's the one being cheated on. Uh huh. Um, and there's a like th- throughout her interactions with Christina Ricci, like she says something. She's always talking about bike riding. And how, like, when she sees Christina Ricci riding her bike through the town, she says, oh, she looks so free and so, you know, kind of at peace and young. And then she starts reminiscing about her girlhood and how, like, that's when she felt the best. Right. And then she gets on this bike and she's riding through town and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well that's that's kind of lovely, I guess. That uh-huh. that's kind of cool, you know. There it's maybe not the 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 subtlest, you know, touch of of like feeling free or whatever, but right. then it's then it goes to a different place. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did too. She goes into the pharmacy and starts shoplifting for no reason. Yeah. Um just like her daughter had done. Yes. Uh, in the prior scene. We had seen Christina mm-hmm. Ricci get caught stealing 
like Twix or something. It's a devil dog. Oh, is it a devil dog? Yeah, yeah okay. She yeah. offers it to Elijah Wood. Oh, that's right. That's right. Before they make out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's right. Um, and she's just like like filling her pockets with stuff and you know, this 70s security system picks it up on it right away. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really know what comes of this. A big man named Jerry. That's their security <laughs> system. Dave. Yeah, I don't know right. if that's his name, but big, a big, dude sees it. That's exactly. That's right. <laughs> 70s Jerry, you know, finds out about it. Um, but like when they get home, when she gets home that night, I, I'm thinking she's going to have to confront Kevin Klein and like, you know, say what she did. Uh-huh. Nothing really comes of it other than she we know she was caught. Yeah, I think she goes, is this when she goes home and actually, she, in, like, you know, wants to have sex with him? Yes, yes. It's after That's this. That's right, uh-huh. She's, yeah. I guess because she feels bad about stealing and she needs to tell him, but I guess to avoid it, she has sex with him. Yeah. She, I, she kind of realizes, you know, maybe I'm partly responsible for why he's stepping out on me because yeah. I'm not having sex with him. Right, right. Uh, and I'm not listening to him and i'm not talking to him i don't know which you know maybe that's part of it but you know he's the guy who did it you know yes. it's not your fault yes <laughs> but uh right, right. Yeah. E- even if you do drive someone into the arms of somebody else you know like yeah. quote unquote um the it, it's it's on them to to resist temptation yeah it's uh it's it's ultimately them yes okay <laughs> right now that that's established yes of course right <laughs> well, we're not condoning you know like adultery here you know but i, I did like that yeah, how me too. i really liked how it showed the mother and the daughter were both kleptomaniacs <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and and they're doing it for different reasons i mean christina ricci's doing it just because she's like like we said uh an opportunist yeah. um you know i i want to feel an adrenaline rush or mm-hmm. something like that joan allen is doing it because her life is is desperate and empty she needs some excitement yes mm-hmm. and what better way to get a rush for for someone in that situation than to start you know like like Getting pinched at the pharmacy. Right. Kevin Klein gets it from sleeping around. Yes. She gets it from shoplifting. Right. Right. Man. It's, uh, yeah. Wow. Both wrong, folks. Totally. Exactly <laughs> right. Yes. Let's establish this. It's not, it's not a good example for your life. <laughs> not even close. Right. All right. So I hinted at Elijah Wood dying. Uh-huh. Um, he dies. <laughs> right. So the ice storm comes and we mentioned he goes out to meet her at the park or something. Yeah. Um, and, and we both are kind of unclear if they're really meeting or, or what's going on there. But anyways, he's outside walking around and he's appreciating the world and it's frozen beauty. Yeah. Which is great. He even has a line like because there's a running thing. He's talking about like the molecules. He's like a huge stoner. So he's talking <laughs> about the molecules and stuff, you know, right. so, like, <laughs> um, like the air is frozen when it's like this and you're not breathing in any molecules mm-hmm. except like pure air yeah which is cool i liked his like little idea he had going so there. did i yeah and i'm like you know i like to go outside and look at these trees and you know appreciate the nature this way mm-hmm. so it's cool he goes out he's looking at these frozen trees you know about to b- break in half because of all the ice hanging on them yeah and he's on a diving board that's frozen over bouncing on it you know because he wants to feel a rush i guess yeah you know? yeah you know, I might do something like that. Maybe. It's possible, I don't know. Right? It's pretty stupid. But uh, <laughs> when I'm 14, maybe I do that. <laughs> but um, ultimately, he goes and he finds some downed power lines on the road. And it's really cool, beautiful looking s- sight to behold. Yeah. The, how the power of this storm has done this. And uh, he's sitting there looking at it and a, a wire breaks and is flailing around and the electricity's blaring around. And mm-hmm. 
hits the guardrail and it, you know, conducts the electricity up into his body and it shocks him and he drops dead, man. It's um an unexpected turn. Yeah. It's not out of place really. No. But because it fits the movie, mm-hmm. but it's it was not something I thought was about to happen. No. Um, and he just the way it's shot is really good because it's not a big to do. It's him sitting there. You get electrocuted. He's not fizzling around, shaking. No. He's not on the chair, you know. No, exactly. And uh, <laughs> he's not Mitch Pelegi and shocker. Right. Right. No, nobody's like that. No. <laughs> but um, he falls down, just lands, face plants the the street, uh-huh. and because it's all covered in ice, his corpse just kind of slides down the little slope, um, <sighs> which I thought was a great touch so did i um especially from the foreshadowing earlier when during his like activities out 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 of doors when he's like Uh appreciating nature and everything you see him at one point coming down this little country road and there's sort of a a a steep grade there and because it's all iced over he's able to like like do a toboggan thing yeah he just lays down on his back yeah and just slides down this road right right which was so cool i was like i want to do that that so fun i know (laughs) and then when he dies, that same effect comes in, only uh-huh. he's now going the other way, and you don't even see his face, you just see the back of his hood. Right. Um, and it's just this, like, kind of lifeless lump, um, just sort of, um, like, sliding down this road, and it's a, it's this kid that we've been watching for the last hour and a uh-huh. half. And you don't know if he's dead or not, really, yeah. here. You could assume he is. Right. But the movie, the movie goes in, you know... You don't know if it's going to go that extreme yeah. with this kid actually dying mm-hmm. or if it's just going to be this tragic event that happened and he could have died, but he didn't. Right. Because uh, the movie hasn't really established if it's that kind of movie or not. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. And I mean, ultimately, he is dead. And when Kevin Klein finds him, you're like, um, okay, it's, hopefully he's alive. Yeah. But no, he's not. Right. Uh, Kevin Klein leaves the key party, uh, <laughs> probably still half drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's half in the bag, definitely. Yeah. Right. And because Joan Allen left with, um, what's his name? Jamie Sheridan. Yeah, Jamie Sheridan. And they get run off the road because it's so icy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't make some like big car crash or yeah, something. They exactly. Just, yeah. You know, they just drift. They're going 15 miles an hour and they just yep. can't control the car and they drift off a little, you know, incline. That's what happens in and, an ice And they're storm, in right. the woods a little bit. Yep. Like, I'm glad they didn't make a huge, you know, Michael Bay <laughs> right. explosion or some shit. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, he finds him and brings him home. And Joan Allen is at their house uh-huh. now because they left the key party together. Yes. And um, Scorny Weaver comes home after a night with the young man, I guess. Right. She plops down on the waterbed, you know, Ugh. kind of ashamed of herself, it yeah. looks like. She's, yeah. For the first time, she's feeling a little bit sorry about what's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I... I I liked that because mm-hmm. you're like, all right, maybe she's not just cold. Yes. You know, she yes. actually feels something. Right. Which is good. And um, they don't show her reaction to Elijah Wood's death. Right. Uh, which I thought they were going to, but whatever. They didn't. But everyone's pretty upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they just focus on Jamie Sheridan's reaction kind of like, uh-huh. like as far as the parents go. Yeah. Um, you know, he just he, he kind of he, he takes uh, Elijah Wood from Kevin Klein's arms, brings him inside, lays mm-hmm. him on like this um, like ottoman uh, and chair. And, and like is he's like opening up the shirt to like, you know, like listen to the breathing or whatever to see if maybe there's yeah. some life yeah. left or whatever. And when he realizes there isn't, he's just sort of crying over top of him. Yep. Um, and it's it's a very tastefully done you know, scene of, of a parent, you know, losing a child. And yeah. and like you said before about there not being a big to-do, there really isn't. No. It's just showing what would kind of happen. I mean, like, y- you would just, like, lose all, 
you know, like embarrassment at that moment. Mm-hmm. You just would start weeping because, you know, your 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 child has you have outlived your child. Yeah. You know, nobody wants that. No. And you forget about being cheated upon and you forget about all the, the bullshit at work. And, right. you know, it's it's just, you know, this is the worst thing that can happen to me as a parent. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. And they show Jumanji crying a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah. Because he sees him right there. Right. Right. Christina Ricci's there. Yeah. You know, I just touched that guy's wee wee. And, <laughs> and right. you know, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And when Joan Allen first walks into like Jamie Sheridan, when they go, when they like sort of take shelter at his house, like she he says, you know, oh, go ahead and go get some stuff from like Sigourney Weaver's closet to like, you know, uh, some dry clothes. And when she goes into their to to Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Sheridan's bedroom, you see Christina Ricci and Jumanji in the in the, <laughs> the bed together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like she doesn't have the reaction of "Oh my God, young lady," blah blah blah. She right. goes, "Get dressed." Yeah, you which know, which is nice. Which it's cool, you know. Yeah. She under- and and you know you're thinking to yourself that that like. You know, I, I guess if you've just been through that evening of key party and, you know, all that other shit yeah, that went down, exactly. I, mean, I guess you would just kind of go, okay, well, this is pretty minor in the scheme of things. Let, let's just go. Yeah. And and so they go and they pick up Tobey Maguire at the train station. Yeah. Uh, he's got his Fantastic Four comic book with him. Uh-huh. And um, they get in the car together and Kevin Klein just breaks down and cries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a been a rough night, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> yeah, and and there's really no better way to end the movie than that is to have Kevin Klein have like sort of and and it's weird that they pick that character to have sort of sensory overload. Yeah, I was kind of wondering why they chose him. Right, I don't know. He just looks behind him like like all his wife and kids are in the car. He looks back and looks at his son, and that's when he starts bawling. It, well, and Tobey Maguire is unaware of all the events that have transpired right. this evening. True. Because he's been trying to molest Katie Holmes all night. <laughs> that's right. He was busy and himself. fails. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yes, definitely. <laughs> he doesn't molest her. He doesn't even try, Yeah, folks. exactly. Yeah, he, he's, he's actually... He's just trying to knock his friend out ex- so he can be alone with her. That's right. He commits one horrible <laughs> trespass. He just roofies one guy that's come on right, exactly that's it. you know who hasn't been there and he accidentally roofied katie holmes <laughs> right. it was an accident but he was a perfect gentleman but yeah so then everyone yeah, calmed yeah. down he grabbed his coat he left yeah, all right, right. Fine. she right. tucked her in left don't worry about it it's good <laughs> spider-man is still true and just <laughs> But yeah, he's he's oblivious to all this uh-huh. bad stuff. So maybe that's when he sees he because he looks at Joan Allen and Christina Ricci and they're kind of teared up, like because yeah. you know they've been through all this shit, right? And he looks at Tobey Maguire and he's unaware, and and that's the moment when he's like, God, I wish I could just not know any of this stuff was yes. happening. Yes, like why do I have to go through this? Right, and I'm partly responsible for some of it, but man, the shit is hit the fan. Absolutely, for everything. Everybody, everybody is despondent right now, and I'm partially responsible. Mm-hmm. And how can I still be this lucky to have a healthy son, you know, yeah. and healthy children? Mm-hmm. And and you know, like like I don't deserve this. Jamie Sheridan is the one who is now going to have to go through life having lost a child when um, he didn't actually do anything wrong. He never committed any kind of you know like right. and, he, he and never betrayed his wife like right. I have, exactly. You know? Yeah, um, he's he's a victim here exactly man. in. All these different aspects. Yes. He's the ultimate victim in this totally, movie. Totally, man. I mean, I guess him and Joan Allen, and I guess that, that that's really the, the reason. I e- mean... Even though they did make a bad decision. They did. Right. But but you're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's those two characters. They, they're completely almost not at fault for any of the stuff that's happened to them. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite, it's quite an emotional ringer. And it's, like, a, it's a bit of a downer, the movie. It is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of these 90s, like, closed-door, uh, you know, like, like, mannered dramas that that, that mm-hmm. um they, they just existed back then and and they were like kind of from the school of like a you know mike nichols or something like that you know yeah kind definitely of that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just totally just, can see that exactly just everybody's boozy and um like cheating on each other and mm-hmm. and like and it's just the norm i mean like you said at the top i mean you know like what is normalcy i i guess it's this I don't. I'm. I don't think I'm normal then. I, no, <laughs> I'm not like. I'm not going to no key parties, uh, well, man. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yes, but it was the '70s. Still, man. yeah, right. right, no, all right yeah, all right. exactly. No, but I, I. I guess I just mean that. Like, I like, know what you mean. Yeah, I like, mean, we we have we. If if we really were to, if we if we had a glimpse into like just say our parents or our grandparents' private lives, mm-hmm. it would probably be. Like a, a, a bucket of ice water in the face. It'd be you an know? ice storm. It Dave. really would. Yep. I can't believe I just segued into that, but you're right. Yes. Perfect setup. Wow. Perfect setup. Great way to end the exactly. show, Dave. Dude. <laughs> yes. It comes full circle, just like Toby Maguire's train ride. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, is, uh, is anything else you want to talk about uh, from the movie? I mean, like, I guess just that uh, we can we ahead. can we can praise the 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 art direction in the movie. I was gonna. That's what I was going to mention. Good. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, the um, movie looks great. It really does. And just like Big Night, when we talked about um, mm-hmm. like uh, how, how um, Stanley Tucci and Campbell Scott were able to co- like, like create a period piece mm-hmm. without using very much money and not using, kind of being minimalist with their sets. Yeah. Um, it's the same way here. I mean, like you, you can do a movie set in the 70s by just like having a couple of cars and maybe just like build one interior yep. that has like a Formica kitchen. A, a um, lot of the interiors look like they could be modern. Exactly. Even. I mean, and the clothes are not like it's not not everybody's wearing like disco clothes. It, right. it just looks like like the 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 hairdos are period accurate, mm-hmm. but then the clothes are just like stuff you can get at Goodwill. Right. You know. Um. And like, I I'm really interested in that because I always think of 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 like period films as being this grand expensive thing that you can just never achieve without studio backing. But well, you yeah, can. Well, that's because when the studio's behind them, that's all they are, man. Yeah, it's you're just right. like mm-hmm. in your face totally. period piece. Right. We're gonna we're gonna bash you over the head yep. with with you know the, with this Brady Bunch crap. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and I think the ice storm itself, the, yeah. all the frozen exteriors and yeah. everything. It looks so good, and it right. looks like it's really an ice. I don't know how they achieved this effect, or or, <laughs> I, or what. I, yeah. um, they had a big machine blowing like thirty-one degree water on everything. Like I don't know how they did it. Well, but e- even even when Jamie Sheridan and Joan Allen are going out to their car to yeah. to, to hook right, up, right. like there's ice. But it's still wet, like yeah. chunks and chips on the car window, and so it's not completely solid yet. Like uh-huh. that's what happens when it's storming like this. I don't know how they achieved this. And I, I, th- I know rain and snow is easy. Like I don't yeah, know. You can do that, right? Sure. And like Jamie Sheridan is like is like holding the the umbrella over Joan Allen, kind of like trying uh-huh. to shelter her to yeah. get to the car, and he's like slipping in the ice. Uh huh. And I mean, he's really slipping. It, you can tell that he's not acting in that moment. It's like, oh, this is slippery. Holy yeah, crap! You right. Know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's really well done. It's cool. Yeah, it looks great. Um, and you know, Ang Lee, he's gr- great behind the camera. Ang great Lee direction. Is so a, he's a world class yeah. director. Yeah. I mean, good lord, we, we all know about the rest of his resume, and he still today is one of the best uh, directors in in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. so definitely, I mean, technically, 
you know, wise. This yep. is an amazing movie. That's yeah. right. So um, would you recommend the movie? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Um, I'd recommend this film. Um, anybody who's interested just, I guess, in in these types of, of, of dramas and, you know, like... I, I I I would recommend everything Ang Lee does, of course. But mm-hmm. but if you know th- this one is not like his other films, but you should right. still seek it out. I'm I'm like kind of torn. Like I did like the movie, okay, but I, I feel like it wasn't something I really needed to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so yeah. I guess I would agree with you. I mean, yeah. I would recommend it, but I would say watch his uh, Ang Lee's other films yes. before you watch this one. Like save this one for last, kind of. I agree. I don't know. Yeah, go go get Brokeback Mountain and and yeah, you do know, that. Crouching Tiger, of course, awesome movie. Life I mean, of Pi, Life yeah. of Pi is good. Yeah. So um, and then this one, whatever. <laughs> right. I I will recommend it because it is a good movie. I agree. Yeah, but I. Personally, I don't think I'm ever going to watch this film again. That's fine. Unless, yeah. unless we have another podcast and have to do an episode on it. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, if there's a parallel universe? So oh, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bust out the fresh linens for that one. Nice. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> that wraps up the show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes. Yeah, Dave, that's right. right. <laughs> Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. We want everyone to listen to the dude. So yeah. share it, spread the word, spread the love, spread the linens. <laughs> I'm going to keep driving this into the ground, Dave. Yeah, hashtag um, linens. Yeah, and really go on iTunes and leave us a review because <laughs> yes, that please. is so awesome, man. We mm-hmm. love going on there and reading the reviews. And um, anywhere else you get the podcast, go leave a review there. That's right. You know? Um, and you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, like like you said about like whether you're on iTunes or Facebook and Twitter, just just like give us a couple of words of like what you think of the show, and and let us you know talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also send us an email. Uh, we have an email address: dudesonmovies at gmail.com. You can find us there. Uh huh. And also you can go to dudesonmovies.com. Uh huh. And we've got links to all the episodes and all our social media and everything. Yep. So stay tuned next week when we do 2005's Waiting, directed by Rob McKittrick. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Anna Ferris, and Justin Long. So until next week, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.